Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey, John Gervais, Big Jerv, and on the ones and twos, Rob Lopez. we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to talk about Chet Hanks' love life issues. That's right. Tom Hanks' son, a.k.a. Shaba Hanks. He's a little down bad with this, with this broad that he's messing with. You don't know if she's messing around behind his back. Also, we'll talk about Snowfall, which is a show we're going to be reviewing coming up in a, f- a few weeks here. You got to start watching it. We're going to give you a nice little primer for what it's about. And of course, it's the 21st birthday of We Are the Streets, the Locks' first album on the Rough Rider imprint. We're going to get into all of that, plus more. Let's get the show started. I mean, I should have took that conversation last night that Batman was a bitch-ass nigga to Twitch. KD was hot. He was hot. I Boy, didn't know he liked Batman? He loved Batman. I was like, nigga, he came for Iron no. Man. I said, come on, bro. Two niggas. Our man a pimp. It started off from um, King Kong versus Godzilla, and I said Godzilla would get washed. He get washed. He's got no reach. Say he has a tail. Talk about that too. We talk about it right now. Uh, Yeah, I thought we were talking right now. I didn't know. I know we were recording. Godzilla versus King Kong. Go, Jerv. Why do you think, Jerv, <laughs> that Godzilla can beat King Kong, bro? Godzilla has literally no reach, bro. Like he's got like no, no. You you, you going be for you rooting for Godzilla or King Kong? No, King, King exactly. Kong will wax him. I'm telling niggas, he's got. First of all, he's more mobile. He's got a bigger reach. And all guys, like, what's he got? He's got the He can shoot all like he lasers fire, and shit, right? right? Oh, yeah. he got the fire. Dalsim <laughs> was ass in Street Fighter. And if he was crazy, ass in Street bro. Fighter, Godzilla would be ass crazy. in real life. Nah, but like, you get that nigga in some electricity shit, it kind of like malfunctioned and fuck him up. Like, that's kind of like his kryptonite. That's it? Electricity? Yeah, like you got to put him in the same type of mix. For real? You know what I mean? If he got tired up in some wires, it kind of just like overvote. Wait. But... I guess according to like Google, King Kong won twice and Godzilla's won once. And now obviously the new trailer of the movie just came out for the next one that they have. And I'm riding with Kong, bro. My nigga Kong can jump, get him up out of here. He put them dog hands on him and just really beat his ass. 
And then I look at Godzilla. He cool. He looked cooler. Like niggas dubbed him the king of the monsters, but niggas ain't seen the ape. <laughs> the big gorilla nigga that's laying them paws on him. Live from New York City, nigga. The concrete jungle, nigga. That nigga jumping off the empire, dropping niggas. Bully season. <laughs> Here's my thing. I watched that trailer and said, y'all know for a fact. You know what's going to happen, right? It's going to oh. be a, a worse monster that's going to show up, and then them niggas going to team up. <laughs> they will go friends, and then they go beat the worst monster. Or it's going to be like MMA, nigga, and, and, and they're going to try to put a part two and a part three, and niggas oh, going to lose on to, purpose. Like, hey, you yeah. remember the nigga lost that one? Well, he going to win this one. And, you know, he didn't die, but we're going to run it back. And yeah. that's why I said Godzilla, Godzilla just as useless as Batman. Batman is Elon Musk, nigga. With gadgets, nigga, like with a suit. No, man. Yo, so like the Batman slander has been happening for a while on the internet. I don't know if y'all ever seen these memes, but it's always shit like, yo, Batman just beats up homeless people and like muggers and shit. Like, like, meanwhile, like multinational corporations are robbing people of billions. Ain't no healthcare. Ain't no like, but Batman, no, I'm not going to use any of my money and my power to stop that. I'm going to go stop a, a nigga that stole a purse. That nigga really? bored, bro. He live in a cave. Oh. He got no time for hoes. He want to learn all of mecha- all of martial arts. And Bane Wait. beat his ass, bro. Wait. They Wait. shouldn't have had my nigga Bane go out like that getting hit by a car, bro. He broke that nigga Batman back, nigga, and threw him in a pit, bro. Fuck pause. that mental training. So yeah, it was a pause. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not really the <laughs> I'm not the hugest uh Batman fan, but y'all make it seem like Batman's just what power he got. Like he's well, not he, like I forget I, what powers do. He does he he doesn't need why? powers, bro. Like he 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 distra- he so stops his villains, and his, everybody well, loses so once or twice. Superman his villains, lost. though. His villains are like uh, niggas that's fucking, dressed like nineteen thirty fucking hustlers. It, niggas dressed like are, Harlem Knights, bro. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Like, oh, Oh, dog from goddamn uh, Don't Be a, or not Don't Be a Menace. You know what I'm saying? But society, like he, he's on some real hand to hand shit. Like that's who your villain is. That's who you're. You're like who you're saving the world from. From a nigga that's trying to sling a couple of rocks. Iron Man's fighting other cats and what's who the fuck Iron is Iron Man, Man fighting? Aliens. Aliens. The nigga saving the world. Saving the world. And his and his gadget's cooler, nigga. Iron Man just hey, got a fly gal- suit. His gadget's no, his cooler gadgets and he got cool. hoes. His gadgets nigga. are cooler. Hoes. Bad hoes. Hold up, bruh. Hold up. Which Batman we talking Any about? Any Batman. Because I remember Christian Bale had... Christian Bale seemed to always have something, something on the side hitting, of his though. hip. He that wasn't. was just like for show. No. Decoy. And that's Decoy. cool. Shout out to him being sh- dedicated on, to his man. craft. He's still trash. None of them brought on the inside of Wayne Manor. <laughs> I'm going to spark up the conspiracy, nigga, that Batman was force-fed upon <laughs> us, nigga. If we would have had Black, Black Panther early on and a bunch of Black Panther movies, nigga, shit would have been lit. You going to give us this nigga, bro, who losing the niggas with, with question marks on their body. <laughs> For real, and a man. a nigga that's under five feet with an umbrella, bro. Fuck out of here, Batman. And a, a dude with a fucked up face. Two dudes with fucked up faces. Nigga got hypnotized that- in a cartoon series, nigga, and Superman had to dress up like that nigga in cosplay to save the world, nigga. I don't want to hear that shit. Yo, do, do any of y'all follow Ace Vane on uh, on Instagram? Nah, I don't even know who that is. You, Ace, fo- follow Ace Vane. We got to have him on the pod someday. Ace Vane, A-C-E-V-A-N-E. This dude does voiceovers for cartoons. I'm telling you, he's the best voiceover dude on the internet. Like, there's nobody that comes close. But what he does is he watches a shit ton of these Justice League. 
and like the the old school the 90s cartoons of like you know uh oh, the big, nigga that be adventures. mixing the rap over it no not well sometimes but most of the time it's not sometimes it's him doing the voice like hey i'm batman bitch not like LB, oh, I, okay. like his shit ace is Vane. funny as fuck ace vane you got to check him out yeah, but like he shits on batman all the time like i'm a yo i'm a, yo you're not even a super yo what's your superpower man Yo, my superpower is put my foot up, yeah? Like, he's just fucking funny. I'm not doing a good job of it. Do not judge him off of me. Just go check it out. Ace Vane on Instagram. He's funny as hell. Um, you know who else is funny as hell? Jerf. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks is funny as hell, guys. Chet Hanks, the son of Tom Hanks, also known as Shaba Hanks, because <laughs> he's known to come through with some fake-ass uh, Jamaican accent. Uh, Chet Hanks was involved in a little bit of an internet uh, to-do or a scandal here where apparently he's going out with a girl and uh, he's about to move in with the girl, but he's heard rumors that some other dude smashed. Now, I thought it was Future. You guys told me it was not Future. It's Future's boy. Trey, do you have more details on this story as it's developing? Um, not really. I mean, you know, it's Entourage, FBG. I don't know who the dude is, but shouts to him and probably okay. Chet's wife. Is this his wife or his girlfriend? I don't. I don't think it's his girl. I don't think it's his wife because he's like, we're about to move in together. Is what he was saying. Okay, so it's a new little know. shorty, and obviously she moving and grooving in the city, even though it's a panoramic or whatnot, mm. and she done got closed. And it be like that, bro. Was it was it confirmed? Because the last I saw of it was him sending messages to the dude and no response. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what you supposed to do? Be his buddy? If That's you a close a nigga chick, it's like, all right, I might want to close again. So why I'm telling you. So let me ask you this. Have you ever been approached by somebody asking, have you or are you right now having relations with the woman that I love? Has that ever happened to any of y'all? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've gotten hit up by dudes. <laughs> like, I remember... Trey, I... I what? <laughs> I wasn't even going to go in the direction of, of your world-famous bossa nova. But, oh. like... No, nah, I mean, other it's, than it's, that situation. It's, it's the past time. Like, I wasn't closing nobody shorty. Like, the thing was is that they moved <laughs> on. But the homie... He not the homie, but dude... One time hit me up. I remember I was in junior college and then shorty was like very cool. She was a cool right. chick. And she moved on and she got she got pregnant. And she hit me up one time because she worked at Foot Locker or whatever. She was a plug. So I hit oh. her back, like, yo, I'm trying to get these shoes, yada, yada, yada. That's and a said, keeper. Yo, don't hit don't hit her up no more. Now I know that she's pregnant and I ain't hit her up in a long time. So I said, Who is this? The baby? <laughs> But nice. again, he, nice. thought was, he thought I was poking the kid, bro. Still, and I, you know, I I've been get, got up out of there. But it's it's plenty of cats that's out here always asking because they're curious and they want to know. They the complete opposite of Mario Winans. They want to know. I don't want to know. So in a certain situation, if you feel your girl is creeping out on you, bro, you might have to hit an exit plan, or you might have to stomach that family because. You know, your spider senses is tingling. It should never get to that point, bro. Like ever. 
So I'm I'm right now I'm trying to scroll up. Uh Jerv, do you have any stories of this of this sort? Like anyone approach you about, yo, are you smashing my girl? Not I've never had the uh are you smashing my girl uh thing. I've had the yo, I just met this chick and I'm really feeling her. I need you to fall back like phone calls randomly. I but I've never had anything. I don't live a I don't live as, as exciting of a life as uh as one mm-hmm. uh Trayvon. Uh I, you know, I'm I'm rather, you know, I'm rather chill. I haven't had those exciting times yet. So I apologize. I can't I can't fabricate a story on that. Yeah, one. I don't think that my life is exciting. I think that uh just kind of especially being an athlete, a college athlete, bro, you know, a nigga girl cheer too hard, a nigga just gonna feel a certain type of way. But I've also never been approachable that's another thing being approachable is like okay you feel like you can rock me bro and it ain't even in that situation that you (laughs) feel you can beat me up you know what i'm saying And most of the schools i went to especially when i was sexually active in college bro (laughs) you you you're about celibacy what are you talking about when i was sexually active? no i'm just saying because like at (laughs) the end of the day like in college nigga i went to white schools fam like niggas wasn't just running up on niggas like hey you hit my girl like niggas kind of like yo i seen your game good game bro and probably say some some ill shit about you behind your back but he ain't gonna never hold on is it so the the dudes were acting like the guy from uh from semi-pro Oh, yeah, sure. My Eddie Monix, what a great game. Like, yo, I'm hitting your girl. Yeah, man. But like, yo, yeah. I love that game winner. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's like some little base guys. You're like, oh, please fuck my bitch type shit. Like, it was some weird <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But oh, wow. <laughs> those are the scenarios. My nigga, they were just weird. Oh, wow. Yo, okay. they chicks. I, I, I definitely didn't have anybody <laughs> offer up their chick. Oh, no, man. I was on a dating app and the chicks had like every picture of hers had a dude in it. And I'm like, what's going on? And in it says... She says something along the lines of like, we have an open relationship and we have that. No, she didn't say we have an open relationship. She said it like in a way that was kind of like, wait, is you or isn't you? Like, what's happening here? It was something along the lines of like, uh, like my husband is straight, but respect our marriage. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, am I fucking you and him? Like, what's going on here? And I was just like one of those, never mind. But I did find the Chet Hanks, uh, I, I did find the Chet Hanks uh, <laughs> screenshots, right? And it goes a little something like this. Hey, man, look, I don't mean any disrespect, but if you fucking Keanu. <laughs> fucking Keanu, then, first of all, is funny because that sounds yeah. like belly to me. But go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. If you fucking Keanu, I'd appreciate it if you could let me know. She's telling me one thing, but I don't know what to believe. If you could hit me back and let me know the truth, it would mean a lot, man to man. And so then the dude he's talking to says, all love, which is just a great fucking response. All love, bro. (laughs) All love is fire, though, because it can go so much ways. Like, look, I ain't even tripping. Yeah. So then Chet Hank says, have y'all ever had a thing, though? We about to move in together. I need to know this shit. I would do the same for you if the situation was switched, which is, in the words of my homie, Fly Benny, just not a pimp move right there to say that. No. Just, <laughs> just from one man to another. Then, have you hit? Just keep it a buck. <laughs> and then, she's the only bitch I ever trusted. Just let me know the truth, brother. I'll owe you one. I hope you can understand. 
Not trying to create any messy situations, but do me this favor. And you got my word, I owe you one. For real. All I need is a yes or no, G. Have you hit? One real motherfucker to the next. Bruh. Have you fucked Kiana or not, bruh? Simple yes or no. Please respond. <laughs> Clear this up. Wait. Hold on, Jerm. And then it takes a turn. You think this is funny? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem, dude? <laughs> oh, I hate to break it to my nigga. Yes, I do think it's funny, man. Oh, it's hilarious, bro. You're talking to yourself. First of all, you're talking to a brick wall. My nigga hit you with all no. love and he never responded back. That's, hold on. Wait, he was One, leaving them two, all, three, three, all four, that shit? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh 10, 11, God. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 messages post all love. Shouts to all love. <laughs> hey, after that, no, you don't even listen. First never. of all, he either. Yeah. You don't even. Yo, that all, all love, love is, is crazy, so real. bro. He's got this shit. A L L L U V. I have. Oh, I gotta use that. I gotta use Yo, that. All love. <laughs> I, honest to God, man. I, I have a very light, and maybe this is a dangerous philosophy, but it's my philosophy, man. You either trust her or you don't trust or her. Or you don't. You trust That's not her. Dangerous. That you trust her. You, you ain't gotta ask no questions. You don't trust her. You don't move in with her. You hit. You ever say friends? You hit frequently. That's the game, bro. Like if you out here checking phones and texting other people, asking questions, and I don't want to make this seem like this is a, a misogynist or a male dominated conversation. The same is true if you're in a same sex relationship. The same is true if you're the woman and the significant other is the man doing it. It don't matter if you're in a situation where you have to interrogate people that you don't know. Are you fucking my man slash my girl? <laughs> then guess what? You're not in you're a not relationship. In, you're not encouraging coming approaching woman to woman. <laughs> Yo, these girls. But you know what? We laugh at this shit, but the women are so much harsher. On oh, the I know. It's gangster. Thing. It's so gangster. Uh, I be seeing that shit on Instagram. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I be, Sound like some I real stress, bro. Yeah, for real, man. Y'all out here really. Fucking like telling these bitches what they need to know or not know. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, Are you messing Damn. with Darnell? Because, uh, what's she saying? Because like, Pizza called me at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. The, the, meme, the meme that's going around is like, don't ask me anything woman to woman because if you do, I will fuck him again. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Man. These Ooh, women out here pressure, ruthless. Bro. Wow. Ruthless. They living like that? Wow. They're living like that. I was saying, yo, back in the day, I heard comedians always say, yo, women, they worse than the dudes, man. Y'all think, but dudes are just sloppy. We just out here. We sloppy with the women. Out here, Tiger Wooden. Yeah, no, we're not. We are not. Tiger we are not out here, Wooden. Tiger Wooden. Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. <laughs> Maybe the nigga that used to roll a golf ball into a room before he walked into it. <laughs> that's the Tiger Woods I only know. I'm never, I'm going to tell my kids that that's Tiger Woods when the ball rolls. <laughs> you know, it's, Trey, you know the crazy thing? It's so funny. I want to do that shit. I want to, I literally want to go get the Tiger Woods fit, the, the shirt, the red shirt, the, the red jackets. polo, the hat, the pants, and then the Tiger Woods kicks, and then just have a ball, roll it into roll the room, and then just like, 
Taka Taka Woods, y'all. Like my like, man Chris If Rock. you don't understand it, too, that's the funny shit about it. We did a spoof skit. And niggas, you be like, you don't get the show. You have to know. You had to listen to that episode, nigga. That shit was crazy. That nigga Yo. rode on the bus, the city bus, nigga, with, with golf cleats on. With, a, with the hat. <laughs> with the hat with the on. Hat and match. then made an entrance with the, hat the fucking match. ball. <laughs> Yo, Jerv. Jerv, how many of them balls did you have in your pocket? <laughs> no disrespect. Like, how many golf I balls I had, did you have? I think I had like three. <laughs> 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 so me, he low-key bought the pack He bought the pack, bro And was stuck with them balls in his pocket, family And then he's just like, alright, I'm gonna just roll out one I'm just curious of what niggas' facial expressions was, bro When they seen the nigga walk in, bro Like, it had to be the same as Usher having Heelys in the club <laughs> Niggas definitely looked at me like, yo, what's wrong with ball? Like, what's up with ball? Bro, but it's all good. where'd you roll out in again you miss, bro Huh? Who'd you? Where'd you roll them balls in at? Uh, my my um, like my sister, my best friend, like slash sister's crib. I just went down her crib. She had a couple people through. Nah, we came nigga. through. Niggas might niggas might think and, you got off a certain bus. Niggas know you. Did hey, you no, niggas a, probably a thought. Hey, like stranger, niggas probably said, Trey, Trey, this is an important question. <laughs> Was it your boys, like friends, and and other you know female friends, male friends? Everyone's kind of friendly. Or was it like some people like who's the light skinned nigga that walked through the three times? Majority of people that knew me. Majority of people knew me. But there was definitely some people that is the first time they met me. And that might be the only time they ever met me. So I'm forever the dude that just know. came in. Yo, ain't you ain't you uh ain't you the nigga that wrote the golf ball? Hey, yeah, ain't you me, Tiger bro. Woods? <laughs> I am Tiger Woods. I am Tiger Woods. Sick nigga, man. Oh man! I love All this right, so for this. but Chet Hanks, yo, shout out to Chet Hanks, bro. You keep your head up, man. I'm sure, I'm sure she still loves you. And if you still love her and she loves you, also that's the other thing. Like, was he digging into like a current affair or like something in the past? Because to me, it's a sucker mood to ask about something in the past, man. Like we all, we all have yeah, a history. We all got a scrapbook. Go. You gotta let it go now. If you asking if she's cheating on you. I mean, I still wouldn't ask the guy who's doing it. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just me. But I understand it a little bit more, but you can't be doing that like checking her history, her he search a wild history. boy, I'll say that. Like, come on. Yeah, he's a wild boy for that. Like, you gotta be to be talking about but what the bumba clot. Oh no, the, the accent came out. Listen, he he came, he started off formal. And then one, one 16, 16 tech later, that nigga came out. What's he thinking at, <laughs> like, what's he thinking at, uh, at text 10? Like, it, why, why not stop at text 10? Like, what made him think? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, wait, hold on, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten was nine. Okay, so nine and ten. I'll give you 9, 10, 11. 9 was, all I need is a yes or no, G. Have G you is hit. funny. What, <laughs> what, one real motherfucker to the next, bruh. That's 9, 10, 11. He's getting frustrated right there. The bruh is the definite sign. And then, and then after bruh comes, have you fucked Keanu or <laughs> yeah, not? See? <laughs> see, 10, he snapped. He snapped. You know what, man? I'm going to say this. I think these things have been doctored. Oh, for real? For real? I think because there's a space between bro and have you fucked Kiana or not, bro. And that space 
can only be explained by there was a response that's been scrubbed out. It's good detective work right there, me. That's a good job yeah. by you. Yeah, I mean, he still had like eight million in a <laughs> row before that space. So I think it's so it, it makes eight, it a little better. He's eighteen but, and one, or one one for eighteen. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> he did have one response. They're right before have you fucked her or not, bro? Which which tells me that he answered some shit like, "Why are you so stressed, my nigga?" Like or some shit like. It's, it's which really again, nasty out here. I'm not mad at but that, but I don't want to spend too much time on that, bro. No, tell yeah. me. We are the streets. First of all, turn 21 today. It can. It can. Oh, before we say, before okay. we do that, before we do that, because I'm not ready to to put on shiny jeans suits yet and and uh, talking to raspy voice. Guys, let's be honest. We're all among friends. It can be awkward, even embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually brush it off or blame ourselves. But Roman is here to get you the advice you want and the help you need with zero shame. Look, here's the deal. How often do you use excuses like, I had a long day at work or... I'm just not feeling it. It isn't easy to talk about erectile dysfunction. But Roman, Roman makes it easy to discuss and treat ED. A healthy life includes a healthy sex life. But if you struggle with ED, you may not feel like your best self. You might not feel confident. You may not feel like you're in control. And so if you want help with erectile dysfunction, Roman connects you with a real U.S. licensed healthcare professional who can prescribe the medicine you need. Here's the deal. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. You don't have to wait in some weird waiting room. You don't have to talk to your doctor in person and be like, oh, uh, uh, none of that. All discreet. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two day shipping. Yeah, that's right. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. And getting started is so simple. All you gotta do is go to getroman.com slash B O M and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today, connect with a doctor, and take care of it. Once again, all you got to do, go to getroman.com slash B-O-M, and you get $15, $15 off your first order of ED treatment. You get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash B-O-M. For $15 off your first order of ED treatment, get Roman.com slash B-O-M. If you are listening to this podcast, you know we like to review shows. Right now, we're kind of in between shows. Snowfall is going to be the show that we're going to do next, or is down the line. Snowfall comes back February 25th, so that's a lot of time. You got basically a month from today to binge watch the first three seasons before season four starts. I'm telling you this because I just started this shit like in the last week or so. So I'm trying to give everybody a heads up. Start watching Snowfall now. It's on Hulu. 
Um, and it comes out on FX, which means it comes on Hulu the next day when it starts coming out new. But you have, as of today, you have four weeks basically to, to watch Snowfall and get caught up because we're going to start talking about that every week starting uh, when it starts coming out February 25th. I do want to say, guys, that I, you know, I know Jerv way back when was talking about, yo, we should watch Snowfall, we should watch Snowfall. Everyone kind of dragged their feet on it. And so, Jerv, first things first, I apologize to you. I'm sorry. You were right. I always heard it was a good show, but I never gave it a chance. And after giving it a chance, I was blown away how good and how thorough it is, right? Also, kind of could have given me a heads up about the whole ass rape scene. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Hey, J- Jerv's matured, man. Normally, he would complain about that. With very little lead up, by the way. It's not even like one of those things where it's like, oh, man, some some shit's about to go. No, it's just like, it's happening, and you don't even know what's happening. And they're like, oh, shit, this is happening. Uh, yeah, Trey, I'm glad you brought that up. Jerv, how did you process that scene? You know, honestly, I didn't have a problem with it. 100%. I didn't have a problem with it. Wow. It was real. I mean... You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I fool with the show in general, and I fool with the uh, like just how real it is. So anything it throws my way, I'm pretty much just like, all right, this that's what it is, right? Jeff, this, like, this reminds me yeah. of when Oz was out. I remember I told my father there's a show on HBO. It's called Oz. It's the most realistic depiction of prison ever. And my father, because he's a nice man and he's a kind man, he's like, I mean. There are things that happen in prison that they like movies and TV don't really depict. And I said, Dad, they're doing all of it. They got all of it. And he's like, No, 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 I mean, you don't understand. Like, there's things in prison that go on that like people don't really talk about, but it happens for real. And like they wouldn't do, they don't include that. They kind of leave that stuff out. I'm like, Dad, they got everything. They included all that stuff too. He's like, No, I mean, you don't understand. See, what happens is sometimes. When a man is locked up in prison for a long time, like he begins to look at other men like they're women. And I said, Dad, they got that shit too. And he's like, What? This is on TV? I'm like, Yeah, man, I'm trying to tell you this is the most realistic thing ever. Snowfall, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you this is like one of the most realistic drug shows ever. Um, I would say it's not as complex as The Wire in terms of like The Wire had so many characters and so many moving pieces and so many side stories here and side stories there. Snowfall is really based around like three major stories, right? The CIA guy, the cartel, and Franklin, Shots the black the kid. And, and, yeah, and they all yeah. they intersect and they come together and go apart, these three storylines, at different times, right? For the most part, those like people in those three storylines, those are the main characters that you have to pay attention to. So in that way, it's not as complex as The Wire, but it's like, I'm telling you, if you like, it's not power. This isn't a soap opera. It's not Empire. This isn't a soap opera. This is a real-ass no. fucking show that tackles some real-ass shit. Um, and really, I think one of the crazy things is it hammers home, like, what is morality in an immoral world? Right? Like, is anyone really doing the wrong thing? Like, you could sit back and say, selling drugs to people in your neighborhood is wrong, right? Or, or to your own people is wrong. But the reality is, there's all of these different factors acting in, right? Uh, I'm up to the point right now, Trey, um, and obviously, I don't think you were alive for this, 
But like when they started like cleaning up LA because the Olympics are coming in 84. So I wasn't born yet. I was a year. I came after. But what like do you know? But, but I'm like, aware. I'm did aware. Did the OGs of ever tell you stories? Did they ever tell you stories Absolutely. about that? Like what was that? What was it? Can you because it's a very LA show. It's a very LA show. Yeah, I mean um, they tried sure. their best. <laughs> I mean, that's that's okay. Okay, well, give me so, yeah, give me, I mean, give me some pushback then. You think about the 80s, right? You you coming off drugs and you coming off the white people moving out of Compton and LA and South Central because those were the places to be. And now black people are migrating there from Watts and et cetera. And crack hits the scene. And obviously it is like roaches all over the hood. You know what I'm saying? And now LA is right. being elect, you know what I mean, selected as the city to host the Olympics in 84. And you got an epidemic. I'm talking about like one of the largest epidemics at that. Well, you're trying to clean it up. And not only that, but the the homeless people, like Skid yeah, yeah, Row, no, it's on they top. Were like, like, bro, think about World War Z, yeah. but crack. And it's really <laughs> flooding the community. That's why so many, you know, Kendrick Lamar makes a a, a, a song on section, I mean, a comment on Section 80 saying, you know, most of the kids born in the 80s are crack babies. Literally right. are crack babies from Los Angeles because... That's all that that shit was the new cheap high. And it made you forget and about all your problems, bro. And and it, you know, the crazy thing is, I never thought about this before, ironically, but watching the show, because these niggas, they didn't know. They were just like, like it was like any other drug. You sell the drug, and there's some people who get hooked on it and they keep it, but for the most part, you keep moving and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is a way to take cocaine and make it affordable, yeah. pretty much. They had no idea well, it was going to be. Weed. Like, all right, cool. This yeah, is what we're going to do. We're only going to get high. And you had some positive OG guys, the niggas that went to jail for some bullshit and then came home and said, nigga, we don't fuck with that. Like his uncle really was trying his best to be like, bruh. But his uncle, but his uncle was talking about like Coke mm-hmm. because it, not because this is a bad yeah. drug. Because it, it brings problems with it. It brings the yeah, yeah. violence. I mean, and it that's brings... the thing. That's, that's the thing yeah, that, you know, sure. you, you notice in any city of America, not just Los Angeles, but, right. you know, obviously Franklin being able to have a bridge between the valley and the city and be, you know what I'm right. saying? And be, you know what I mean? Like his home. Be exposed, be exposed to, those, to things. those things. And be well-versed in certain situations and be motivated to, 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 to get out. And have money and provide and, you know what I mean, get his mom out of the situation and all that shit. And obviously, I think he got over his head, you know what I'm saying? And as you continue to watch, you watch the power, you watch, you know what I mean, like the different things, love life being situated, you know what I mean? Like, and that's just true shit. So it's triggering. That's the reason why I stayed away from it for a long time. And it took me so long to watch it because, Mm. for one, obviously, my family was affected by drugs like that, especially in the 80s. And then also just how to view it in LA. You know what I mean? Was LA told the right right way? And they did that shit to a T. I'm talking about to a T, Mm. bro. Like where it is so triggering to a point of like, it was points where you're walking in your neighborhood and you're seeing crack vials, bro. Like New Jack City was probably Mm. like globally the first time to show it in that aspect. Right. They they really going back and showing you, you know what I mean? And then you implement gangs. But, you implement the dirty cops and, and right. all that, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, your I'm high school sweetheart of me could versus... be a prom queen and literally be on right. crack five months later. 
Like that's right. Like, that's and, the and, and, like that's the, so there's two things. One, New Jack City did it first, but New Jack City and many of the other stuff that came out of time, including the movie that John Singleton worked on, and John Singleton, obviously the late great John Singleton, is the executive producer of the show. Um, they were kind of overly like over exaggerated, right? Like this is like this is what it it really was like. It wasn't like I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't, oh, crack is whack, and these people are still doing it. It was literally, yo, hey, yeah, I know you get high on this. Try this. And, and <laughs> no one knew that it They just knew, like, oh, it's really selling well. They didn't know it would take a hold of the community the way it did and destroy the community the way it did. And, I like, that's the thing that I'm, I'm glad they're taking their time with it. Um, the, the other thing is, uh, like it, it, it's crazy to me that well, Franklin. You talk about Franklin having that connection to the valley, because I looked it up. Like, what is this based on? I know it's, all these things are kind of factual, but whose story is this based on? It's not based on anybody, but a lot of the stuff is based on John Singleton's own life, because John Singleton went to some. You on mute? You on mute, bro? Wait, Trey, I, was, Trey. I thought I it was say based on uh, what you call it. To an extent, not too much. It's not an autobiography, but he right. had a legend of what Franklin represented. Sure, about the the part of going okay. up to going up to the bay and coming back with the recipe. Yeah. That part was was lifted off uh, freeway, right? Uh, hence the name. But um, like the actual character of Franklin, it's more John Singleton than anyone else. Because John Singleton was a dude who went to high school out of his neighborhood, like Franklin did, with a bunch of white kids and Asian kids, and he was exposed to all that stuff. And Singleton talked about, like, the only difference between me and Franklin is that, like, I stayed on the straight and narrow, and Franklin, like, acted on those opportunities. But it's wild because I think about people like, I mean, I think about, People like Baron Davis and, and like there are like lots of people that we know who grew up one way or, or our friend Nate Jones, right? Grew up one way, but because of whatever kind of social programs of the 80s and 90s, ended up going to school somewhere else right. and exposed to this different world of opportunities and people and ideas. And in, in Franklin's case, cocaine as a thing that's just a thing. Yeah. And there's no way I, I feel bad for Franklin because there's no way he could have known. Well, I see my white homie whose parents are like porn directors or whatever in the Valley. They have Coke, but they have a nice house and they, everyone does Coke and everyone seems fine. And I just figured out a way to make this affordable to people in my neighborhood. So they probably going to get high and go to work and do all this shit. He had no idea this shit would turn into Motherfuckers selling VCRs and, and shit and letting the kids go hungry and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I imagine the, the crack, the early crack dealers of the 80s being in the same way. Like, I was, thought I was just selling weed. I got the first, a I got my kind first of drug, Nintendo right? off crack. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> shit. But yeah, at, shit. at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? People gonna do what they gonna do. Trey. What's up? Trey, let me ask you something, like, because, because again, like, you, you live this from a family perspective. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's a sensitive topic, it's a triggering topic. Have you ever like had conversations, like deep ass conversations, 
with the OGs or with your mom or whatever about like in detail what was happening, what was the thought process, what of were why? what were the emotions that were not not just why or how that shit happened. Yeah, I mean, like other than I mean, it happened, it was kind of just like unloaded. You see a bunch of ca- you see everybody wants money. It's money driven from the no, jump. But I mean, I mean, as a as a grown up, not as a kid seeing it happen, like as a grown up going back and talking about it. Yeah, even no, it's and that's the thing. I've got a chance to talk to my uncle, my dad's best friend, yeah. etc., and why they did it. It was just kind of like, you know, fast money. It was a ch- a quick change of environment, and when you had that access and a competition of certain mm-hmm. things, you didn't care who you sold to. It can be your favorite mm-hmm. cousin, it could be your uncle, it could be niggas' mamas. And it mm-hmm. got to that point where it became a competition about balling. And it's always been about money, regardless of 2021 to 1980. It's that the fact that you see a certain person at a party and the same thing, the drug dealers was just as the drug dealers was banks. You know what I'm saying? Right. They got all the chicks. They was basically the magazine, the ideal rapper before the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Right. They were the fashion model before the fashion model. And, Seeing people get it like that, those other things weren't attainable where we were from. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have, especially during that time, especially where they're trying to bring up this storyline, there's no easy, there's no iced tea. They're coming around. They're about to come around in that essence of that story, but they're not there yet. These jobs aren't, you know, there's no representation of, oh, I can rap instead of selling crack. You know what I'm saying? So my dad played football, good football player. Break dancer could have went however it was at that particular time, but you got a nigga that you see it every day watering his grass or not watering his grass, but he backing out whatever the hottest car is because it's a nigga that lived on Mayo Street right across from our street. The feds actually raided him in the 90s, but he had a mansion in Compton. Nay, the nigga had gold-plated everything. Bro, they used to tell stories about it before I actually got a chance to visit it because after they did the raid, the, the windows was breaking out. So you can, we used to use his backyard to go play football. And mm-hmm. this drug dealer was making a million dollars, bro, I think like a day. Mm-hmm. And to the point mm-hmm. he was moving so much that... He didn't care who he was selling to. He didn't care about all that other stuff. He would he had coins. We would well, we would just yeah. see everything and the exposure to that. It just motivated everybody in the city. So when you see everything in a situation, I can only imagine being in the 80s, being a teen in the 80s and watching that, it only made you want to go harder. Guns were 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 brought in because you think about the gangs. Gangs was really originally for protection. Now you introduce right. drugs that introduces money. And then when you right. add that in, it's violence. And when you, you know what I'm saying? You people are hungry. Think about stimulus, yeah. bro, and nobody getting no money. But now you adding that to like crack and shit like that. It was just flooded throughout the city and people killing people. And then you add color and it's like, okay, this neighborhood's getting money. That neighborhood's getting money. Okay, take them out. And now we take their money and it becomes right. command and conquer type shit. So, right, right, right. You know, in that, in that, the, uh, what were you going to say? No, that's that's the that's the, one of the things they touch upon, or at least where I'm at on the story, like that there was like a tension between the Mexicans and black people, but that shit exploded over over that. Like that's when like when 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 the two homies that were selling on Pico Union mm-hmm. and they get stabbed up, and then their cousin is like, 
we gotta ride out we gotta ride the fuck out and kill anybody and they're like you gonna kill like old people and kids man like you just go kill randos and it's just like that that blindness of you know i get what my man was saying is just like you gotta let them know that like you can't do this without retaliation the retaliation will come in any way and in some ways i kind of like empathize with that but like it's just kind of like fuck man like it's crazy to me that how much of those issues that are kind of like we've all grown up like that's just part of the daily life started from that <laughs> it started out of that or, or it really exploded i should say out of that mm-hmm. um so anyways snowfall that's a tv show we're gonna watch it starting february 25th when the new season starts it's, it's january 25th 26th right now get started right now it's on hulu binge watch it and when we get there you know, I, I guarantee you're gonna enjoy it um really quick we're not gonna talk too much about this but we've been watching Your Honor, me and Jerv. Um, great show also. If you're just looking for a show to watch, we're not going to talk about it on, on this show, but let me just say right now, fuck that kid. Fuck the judge's son. This little motherfucker right up there with Tariq and Joffrey from Game of Thrones. I hate that nigga more than anybody in the world right now. <laughs> I can't wait for him to get killed by the gangsters, even though I know they're going to have some miraculous thing because he's white. He ain't going to get killed. My man Kofi got got this nigga gonna walk around and be alive fuck that that nigga need to die i fucking hate him jerv anything you want to say about that he's he had literally one job and it was shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like, just shut the fuck yo, up you fucked up chill out i'm gonna handle this you go you go play somewhere but no he's i mean I, whatever i get it i understand but if you're gonna live this life my man you're gonna fuck up how you fucked up you gotta go sit down. You gotta go sit in the corner. No, don't talk to anybody. No, you lost all privileges. No, I nothing. No, what, what my man? What Cam say? No, uh, what was it? No, no, no shrimp fried rice. No nothing for him. Whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah like exactly. nothing. You get yeah. nothing. Yeah. Let alone spoiler alert. You gonna try and fuck? Oh girl. Like what is you? What is you crazy? Like I'm like. Come on, cause you're not even built. Like if he was like just like that kind of nigga, like fuck this shit, I do whatever the fuck I want, whatever. I still would call him stupid. I'm like all right, yeah, but that's pretty ballsy. But you a little bitch out here, like oh my god, I can't believe, and we're just gonna lie about it, and then, and then you gonna go try to fuck yes. old girl. <laughs> like, I hate I'm not him. trying. To, I'm not I trying to it. sound ruthless, but yes, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna lie about this. I hate his <laughs> ass so much. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's wrap up here. It's the anniversary of We Are the Streets. How old is it, gentlemen? 21. Old enough to buy a fucking, Oh, my God. Uh, old <laughs> enough to buy some claw. E&J. Oh, E&J. Wow. I mean, you got to be E&J. listening. You got to be drinking E&J to be listening. Shout out to, to E&J. Shout out to E&J. Shout out to Spice Adams for being a product ambassador for E&J. It's fire. And I'm like, I, that's what I aspire to be. Um this, this was this their was first everything, bro. Was this their first album on no. on Rough Rider? No, this on was the Rough second. Riders, yes, on Rough Rider. It's the first one. Rough Rider. It's the first one. It's one of the greatest like names for an album ever, because they were coming from Bad Boy, and it was shiny suits and getting the if you really like me and you think I'm jiggy really like, like what I really like the jiggy era though man it was fun but they it was so antithetical to who they were so like right. your first album to call it we are the streets 
that is like some like yeah the niggas came out like y'all thought we was wearing shiny suits and we're fancy boys uh uh-uh. uh uh what are Jerv, what are your, some of your memories from we are the streets huh. um for me i just remember having to uh first of all it's a classic album uh, i don't really know there's any skips on there and it was me as someone who really fucked with the locks uh, before their album came out, like you know, what I mean, I was really hyped for the We Are the Streets, but I just remember uh, me personally having to transition from No More Shiny Jeans. Um, you know, like like a lot of things our uh, our artists, uh, our hip hop artists do. You know, what I'm saying you might you might be fucking with something, and then then they come out with Now nah, We Don't Do That No More, and then all of a sudden you don't do that. So I had a ton of shiny guest jeans, and uh, you know, I, I rocked them once or twice afterwards. I got I got. Pretty much oh. tore up, you know what I mean? I, everywhere I went, people yelled, "No more shiny, no more shiny suits." Everybody just boots and jeans, you know. Might have been a few other words added to it, so you know, I had to, I had to dead the jean era. So that's that's what I honestly, truthfully remember the most about there is having to change my wardrobe up. Trey, shout out to your fashion getting killed by rap music. I mean, I've only done you that try, one time. And- you you talk about this all the time, Trey, about how. Of how Jay Z basically destroyed. Yeah, your- that was the one. That was the one time Jay Z destroyed my closet. Man, fuck that nigga for that. Um, yeah, but it was man. This is a great time, bro. This is a CD burner era. Um, so you know, niggas didn't have a real album art and shit like that. But I remember getting this, and I was it was a Rough Riders versus Cash Money type conversation between me and my boys in tenth grade. And um, fuck you was crazy. Wild Out was crazy. Blood Pressure was crazy. Recognize, ride or die, bitch. I probably played that out the most because I was just even the skits. We'll be raping you, raping you, raping, raping you. Records was OG. that's Jay Jerkin, yeah, right? Jay Jerkin niggas. Um, and my favorite track on this joint is <laughs> "We Are the Streets." No, we ain't with them no Fucking more because we rough riding. That shit, oh, man. I mean, I, it made by me, the way, this might be the once the one album. That made me really want to, outside of this and Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood is the one album that I wanted to be from New York. <laughs> like, I That's really what, was like, this, I'm gonna love tell you, my niggas and where's my, my bitches? bitches? Love, love my, my niggas, niggas. And where's, where's, It's all good. It's, it's all, right. all right. Fuck all day. Hey, fuck, fuck all, all night. night. That's my shit. Nah, man. I'm going to tell you, like, the locks, because the whole thing was like, first of all, the first single was Wild Out. Mm-hmm. Like to me, right, that part now. right there was like, cause it was like, it was a thing we all kept up with. Oh, Rough Riders trying to get out of that bad boy contract. Is probably gonna let him go. Da, da, da. Finally got the deal done. Da, da. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And you know, I think most people were accustomed that when you leave a certain situation due to contractual issues, people always be like, yeah, man, like that was great, but we're excited about this new thing. I don't wanna talk about that shit. And these niggas' first single was like, if you're glad we fucking not bad boy anymore, <laughs> like, oh shit, man. They really saying this shit. So it was such a like an energy thing, man. Like, and again, yes. I mean, for the younger listeners, let me tell you, back in the day, there was a caliber of nigga that would go to clubs, go to parties, and there's girls there, and yeah, they're playing that fucking LL. Who do you love? And you dance with a girl, like, what's up, girl? Da da da. And then the DJ would just, for some reason, now I think about this shit, it's dumb. They don't do this shit anymore. But back then, the DJ was like, you know what? 
I'm playing some straight nigga music right now. <laughs> and the girls would know this is time to go to the bathroom and fucking like go whatever, reconvene with your homegirl about how things are going. And these niggas are literally just going to fucking punch each other in the middle of the room. Voila! We fucking shoving each other. Fucking saying this shit on. <laughs> Dude, a whole lot of like tugging up your jeans and with your hands, like talking with your hands. If you go, oh, if you hype the LOX is rough fighter now, like you doing all that shit, man. We was doing all that shit, man. I can't even front, man. I can't even front. We were going hard for that. But then obviously, you know, you get the idea to ride or die, chick. Like that was, that was the one that was like, okay, baby, come on back. Come on back. Come dance with me again. <laughs> Bring it back. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a heathen the whole way through. I, I also have class and sophistication. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what was the other one? Shit, what was the other, the big single off of this? Why am I tripping? It's what? While Out was the first single, and then Ride or Die Bitch was the second one. And then there was a third one that really It was fucking, Fuck You. It was Fuck You. There you go. Fuck You, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to so, Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, I, got, I got confused yeah. with Irv Gotti for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> um... Yeah, man. Like, yeah. It was it was a great it was a great ass album, man. It was it was a very New York album. And it reminds me of a time where uh, you know, life was simpler. I don't know. You guys feel like Trey, what is the West Coast song? Because the down south obviously had three six mafia. Tear the club up, knuck if you buck. Like that's the when people are gonna act a fool. East Coast, we got a lot of fucking Rough Rider, basically, music. A little, uh, also, you could go with uh, Mob Deep, whatever. What is the West Coast like? This is when the girls basically say, hey, y'all got it. And they go to the bathroom for a second. Oh, the rowdy one? East Side yeah. Us. East Side Us. Come out and play. <laughs> and then you start walking or you play um let's get high all that's these a, niggas that's and a, all these hoes that's really? a rowdy song for niggas yes is bro. it you might have to you, you gotta hit the exit the girls you was getting it in in Atlanta the girls was getting it in alright man I think that's gonna do it for us shout out to Black Trey shout out to Big Jerv Rob Lopez on the one and twos I hope next week we're gonna talk about whether there's a snitching situation at a certain multinational corporation. I'm not going to say names. I'm holding this topic. This is going to be Jer versus Big Waz on some real, real debate type shit. But for now, we're going to say thank you for being subscribers, listeners. Remember, patreon.com slash count the things where we do our thing. Till next week. Peace out. Oh, by the way, Jer, before you say goodbye, let me just say this. Yeah. You know what happened last Wednesday, right? No. You don't know what happened in, in, in last Wednesday in DC? Fuck. I you have, have no, no idea in Washington DC. You don't know what happened last Wednesday? Oh, the fucking the, the shit. What? Was that the what? shit? No. Was that the Capitol? No, that Post was two Wednesdays ago. What happened last last week? Or was it Wednesday? I have no what, what, Tuesday. Tuesday. What happened last Tuesday? It was the inauguration. No, 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 Jerv. It was the end. 
of the moratorium on shitting on Philly. Oh shit! Yeah, so yeah, fuck yeah, Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, yeah. dirty ass fucking town. <laughs> you fucking piece <laughs> yes, of shit. Yes. The fuck out of here. I did think about that shit. You thought I was gonna forget? I was, no, I saw that shit. I said, "Damn, it's over." It is over. <laughs> Damn, it's over. It is over. Okay, so yeah. I should have been at the but, inauguration. This is uh, uh, next up. Amino <laughs> has to. Uh, uh, first of all, shout out uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Congratulations, Michelle. You look great. Uh, Fuck you, Philadelphia. <laughs> we back to shitting on y'all. I hate you as a city. <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Good night. <laughs>